if I look at the way we do church today, and I listen to the way the clergy preach and other things, it looks like God called us to be going to church and having frequent gathering. And then we come out uh, uh, and then we look for materialism. And then we go back and then we come forth and that is it. And I am still with the conviction many of the church leadership, they don't know what the job is about. Very, very convinced. Look at the way they preach, the way they teach, the way uh, some of them even who claim they have done theology interpret scripture and analyze scripture. Then you ask, Brother Dear, what is the proper way of what? Analyzing scripture. We knew even Jesus Christ after teaching the, at his Luke 24, the disciples, after his resurrection, he had to still come and open their word, understanding to the scripture. You depend on God. Isaiah 11, 2. Can you read it for me? Uh, when it comes to handling with the scripture, you have to depend on God. And that's where meditation comes in. Isaiah 11, 2. Isaiah 11, 2. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Take note. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding. Mm-hmm. The spirit of counsel and mind. We know at least the beginning of the fear of God is the beginning of what? Wisdom. So when you have the spirit, then you have wisdom. Mm -hmm. That means when you have the spirit, it goes with the fear of God. Mm -hmm. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. It goes also with acquisition of knowledge in the things of God. It is not intellectualism. Mm -hmm. huh? That is all. Fine. And the key word is what? Spirit. Now go to what Jesus said in Matthew 12. Mm -hmm. Matthew 12, 33. Either make the tree good and his fruits good. You see the way our Lord speaks. Make the tree good and the fruits good. Or the tree bad. You read. It's clear. Or else make the tree corrupt and his fruits corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruits. Look at the, the, the word used. Corrupt. He, the same word corrupt was used in Isaiah what? Chapter 1. Mm -hmm. 34. Oh, generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. 35. A good man, out of the good treasure of the heart, bringeth forth good things. Then he was talking about three. All of a sudden, he has gone to explain 
he has jumped to a point he's explaining himself a good man uh -huh. so the three he was talking about personal just as your mother was saying a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things 36 but i say unto you that every idol where that men shall speak they shall give accounts thereof in the day of judgment 37 for by thy words thou shalt be justified and by thy words thou shalt be condemned Amen. good read further 38 then certain of the scribes and the pharisees answered saying master what would then certain of the scribes and pharisees answered saying master we would see a sign from thee 39 but he answered jesus is giving a teaching I told you the woman at the well of Samaria said, we know there is a Christ who is going to teach us what? This, this one are requesting for what? Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. They are requesting for signs. Mm -hmm. But he answered and said unto them, an evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. That is how Jesus describes our generation. Evil and what? Adulterous. Sexually immoral sexually perverse generation and there shall no sign be given to it but the sign of the prophet jonas Three. for as jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly so shall the son of man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth the men of nineveh shall rise in judgment with this generation and shall condemn it because they repented at the preaching of jonas and behold, a greater than Jonas is here. It's okay. They repented at the preaching of what? Jonas. Jonas. And they don't know preaching too. Many of the clergy also, they don't know what? They don't know preaching. Here we can see preaching. John the Baptist was a preacher. John the Baptist was a what? A preacher. Jesus Christ himself came to preach. So Jesus also was a what? A preacher and a teacher as well. And he spoke. Mark 1, he spoke as an authority and not as just a scribe. Preaching, the purpose of preaching is to produce a godly personality. Many of the clergy we have, they don't know. I don't know what they teach them in their, in their Bible schools. What I receive of the Lord is what I'm saying. And I'm quoting our Lord Jesus Christ also to do all to support it. Preaching, the purpose of preaching is not part, we have made it as a part of the liturgical word, formality. Now it's time for the sermon. Let's take the sermon hymn. Uh -huh. Then they come and do 
anything anyhow and then we leave that is how preaching has become in the church and that's why many of us the tree is still what it's still bad one of the things that make the tree good is when we open up to proper preaching like jesus is saying there and we don't fight inspired preaching today we are going to offer a special prayer for the caliber of clergy that fight and guard and guide preaching so that the one that will produce godly personalities doesn't appear in the pulpit because he himself knows on your papa he's evil everybody knows himself he knows his word he knows his word evil He knows he's evil. And, and they are there in their white collar, but he's very meticulous, evil meticulous, to make sure nobody appears in the pulpit with inspired word, sermon, that will produce godly word. We are going to overthrow them with our prayer this morning from the church. And after this prayer, we shall see and hear things. People don't know what is prayer to. By the grace of God, I'm beginning to understand what prayer is. It's simply a tool for serving world. God's interest, will, and purpose. That's what we see in the Lord's Prayer. We pray to bring glory to all. Paul said, glorify God in your spirit and your world, body. Prayer must carry that spirit. You pray to bring glory to God. You pray for the will of God to be done. You pray for the kingdom of God to be established. But if people have sneaked into the church, they want to oppose it, we must pray to bring them down. They've gone up there. We shall pray and bring them what? Down. And pray God to send his people upward. They who are willing to do what? To serve and be great by kingdom operating systems. You make the tree good and you make the tree bad based upon the kind of preacher you open up to and the type of preaching you listen what you listen to and that's why he ended up by saying Jonah preach to Nineveh they change Jonah threatened go and check the preaching produced godly personalities. Jonah threatened. Come on.
Jonah 13. And God saw their ways, that they turned from their evil way, and God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them, and he did it not. Exactly. We preach to produce godly personalities for God himself to evaluate. That is preaching. So this clergy, if any clergy is listening to, is having access to this message, they must learn from scripture, not from me, that they should do the work if they believe their call of God, but they should leave the evaluation in the hands of all God and should not boast. As for our church, we have this. As for our church, we have this and so. Our population is this thing. Who told you that is the church population? God knows those who names are written in the book of what? You think we are 1,500? All God is seeing, seeing is three. And that is what I am about to teach. I've not started teaching yet, too. This is just introduction. If we want to renew, prove what the will of God is, we must do it by renewing our word, mind. We don't use secular operating systems for the kingdom of God. I don't know why David did senses and God was provoked. We have divine evaluation and statistics is in the hands of God. If God does, God is his own statistician. And unless he gives, finishes you with the record, stop bragging. So Nenevi, they preach, and you know preaching. Go a bit to, uh, go 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 to uh, what do you call it? Where God sent him? He said, "I'm sending you. We've read it here before. Go and tell them what I want to tell you. Preaching one, the personality, the preacher, you must be sent." Two, you must know your message. In our time, you wait on God, know your message, and you wait on God. Uh, Acts 6, 4, with prayer to know what God wants you to hold, to preach. And the Holy Spirit, Raka Kodesh, guides you. So Acts 4, 33, the God gave them grace, great grace and great power. And they did their job. We did it still with the grace and power. How? What was the source of the grace? It was from the Father. It came by what? Giving them the Holy Spirit. The Spirit. You make the tree good by opening up to the Word of God and staying away from certain things that do not contain God. Throw away using uh, God, secular 
ideological systems in governing your life. Yes? Jonah 3, 1 and 2. And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, 2. Arise, go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. You see, God is telling Jonah to go and what? Preach! That is sent. And he gave him the exact word. What I want them to word. What I bid thee. That is preaching. I have been sent to teach to reverse vain worship. You do it. And fellow human being, instead of opening to the word and changing, has problem with the preaching. They were displaying the same attitude towards what? Jesus Christ. And so one Jonah than what? One greater than Jonah is what? Here. He used the same description for John the Baptist. And that's how I say Jesus commended John the Baptist very high. He said, that's Matthew 11. You went to a prophet. He's more than a word. Prophet. And this is coming from the mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ. John the Baptist too was a word. A pre, as a matter of fact, preacher, preaching launched him into trouble because somebody's marriage was bad. And he advised the preach to the chief, the woman was not happy. Okay, fine. So there are people who don't like what? Preaching because they are what? Evil. So preachers should be careful the way they eat and drink. You can be poisoned in our modern church. This one is for preachers. I know my preaching, so I'm very careful with my eating and drinking. You see me like that. So we are doing church program. Hey, oh brother dear, come and eat, come and eat. I won't mind you. You can be poisoned right in the church because of your preaching. Oh. <laughs> yeah, me, I, me, me. When I'm speaking and the thing comes, I release. Yeah, I had an elder. I had an elderly priest who taught me so many things about preaching and the work of God. He, he called, we were too, he called us and cautioned us, be careful the way you eat. And that day, he told us things. <laughs> this one is sealed. The same way when you are, uh, uh, what you are eating, the way you eat. Don't go to everywhere and then there's food, you open your mouth. Anyway, some of you eat, you even want to take, take away. You won't last for two seconds. 
this sitting has brought me into this thing 20 minutes introduction preachy second peter 2 5 It's not what I'm coming to preach you, but it's forming the introduction. Second Peter 2 5. Noah too then was a preacher. Mm-hmm. Second Peter 2 5. And said not the old world, but said Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness. A preacher of what? Righteousness. Yes. And you know the spirit of Christ. Hebrews 1 9. He loves righteousness and hate what? Iniquity. Preaching will make us develop godly personalities. Preaching will let us uh, will help us to renew our mind. It will help us renew our word. Renew our mind. Renew our mind in what things? He was a preacher of righteousness. Preaching will let you develop interest in the things of God. Preaching will let you drop your personal interest and consider the interest of God in whatever you do. You are eating, you are dressing and everything. Preaching will let you Look for riches in what? In her heaven. Where you started with, you know what he said? He said, a good man out of, go and read that, out of what? The word. A good man out of what? Out of the good treasure of the heart. The good word. Treasure. Good. Treasure of the world. We we read Bible. We don't take the uh, we don't take details. When Jesus was saying, "Store your treasures in heaven," this was what he was talking about. Treasure of the world. Luke twelve twenty one. Some people are broke towards God, but they are laying treasures for them on this earth. They don't have the spirit of God. So their delight and satisfaction. It's materialism. It's foolishness in God, according to Luke 12. It is foolishness in God. It has entered the church leadership. We are dealing with church leadership. All their satisfaction is the material things, building, and then the church, and then the uh, fiscal statistics, and we build the church here, A, B, C, D. Uh, uh, All their satisfaction is on fiscal world. Things, money, they assess the church with money. And then uh, look for, is it look, uh the verse that talk about how heaven rejoices over a synodal repents. Is it Luke 10? Check. Is it Luke 10, 15 there about? Is it 
the foolishness of building fiscal staff and gratifying feeling gratifying them magnificent temple come and see how everybody is excited you think god is coming for magnificent temple It was a popular test I used, uh, one of my favorites. When one sinner repents, and then one thing also we get excitement in is miracles, signs, and wonders, especially these ones they call themselves the prophetic. This prophetic day is Acts 16, 16. People with satanic spirit also can see. So why, why are we like that? We get so excited. Jesus told them they should rejoice. They have their names written in what? In heaven, heaven, heavenly books. I've told you, a local churches, the books that the clergy and church leadership are compiling, none of them will cross this atmosphere god has his own records up there and that is to those who take delight in the evaluation their clergy gives them his humility uh, uh, his seriousness his true membership is all based on what his clergy and church leadership is saying you are being deceived mm -hmm. luke 15 10. luke 15 10 rather God. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repented. A sinner that repented. Zacchaeus repented. And he said, if I have cheated anybody, I pay back forward. Fold. Chaos. And my things, I divide them and give half my riches to the world. For he's now. Eh, 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 uh, the spirit of Christ in you will make you very conscious in your moral nature that governs your interaction with your world. Fellow man, you cannot go and sleep with somebody's wife as a Christian. No, 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 no. It's no go area. No. But we have churches because of the kind of leadership they don't want to talk about sin. One clergy said, I listened to him, how can you say this about the society in which you are a member? He's sick. He's sick from the top to the toe. He doesn't have pastoral spirit. Isaiah, you, Isaiah used that word. Say, a sinful generation, from the head to the toe, you are what? Sick. Yeah, such a clergy is sick. He doesn't know even what the name of Jesus Christ stands for. Stands for. Matthew 120. He doesn't know for the eradication of sin. He has not read Isaiah 58 before. Raise thy voice like a tr trumpet, shout loud, and tell my people Israel their sin. There is a way I evaluate clergy. Very easy. You see him, you say he hasn't had pastoral spirit, and you discard him for nothing. And that's why the Bible gives us to test. When the clergy encourages sin, he does not talk against sin. 
to you you see it's working but there is no the, you don't see the spirit of trying to work in the eradication of sin from membership and humanity in general and pushing that spirit or to go and carry on that same thing in the name of jesus christ he doesn't have the spirit of christ all he takes delight in is going through liturgical formalities and they are very expecting that to guide and guide that and they guide the pulpit no inspired personality which i pray the prayer gets into the pulpit to preach the one jesus god approves of Many people are preaching. They are not sent. I preach because I have reference point. I'm sent. That's why they can't contain me in these our churches. They like those that are not sent. You know the hell Jesus Christ had with the then church elite. And even when he went, the apostles, the hell they had with the then church leadership. When you are sent, that is the characteristics. They don't embrace you in church, but outside, people rather will embrace you and call you Papa Sofu. Pray for us. And then the clergy are pointing their fingers that you are arrogant because in your preaching, you did not show respect to us. Hey, human being can be arrogant too and that's why i'm beginning to understand why god did not just depose what king saul he gave him the spirit of madness as well i'm beginning to understand i'm not praying for anybody to be mad here but i say i'm beginning to what understand why God did not just depose King Saul. He did that and gave him the spirit of madness. And it's interesting. Sometimes lawyers make reference to some of this biblical distinct. God gave him his verdict. And, 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 and say, when you were looking in your eyes, I, God, I made you ruler over the 12 tribes of Israel and anointed you as a world king. And now, when I am speaking, I've given instruction. You think you know better. Many people think they know better than what? God. They show it in their attitude towards preaching. It's dangerous. When the preacher is not sent by God, Uh you do it, you are free. But if he's an inspired preacher, it could be dangerous. It could be dangerous. It could be dangerous. And we shall pray for more inspired world. Preachers who are world, who are saints, and many of our clergy, you see them like that. They don't know how to pray and even fast and wait upon God for updates. All they know is their theological books. I'm telling you. I think yesterday Ghana played a match. Huh? Exactly. 
you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. Yesterday, many of them were glued to their TV. Watch, march, watch, watch, watch. But this morning, he's going to preach. And then when he gets inspired sermon to, he gets provoked. And that's why I was saying that you cannot come to the kingdom and use secular operating systems to govern your conduct and the way we do church when you are in church leadership. I'm going to do the part two. <laughs>